this is a completely separate story to what I'm gonna say, but I sold my uh, old video camera that I've been using forever on Facebook Marketplace, which that whole situation was weird. But what's funny to me is when I sold it, the amount of precautions I took when going to meet the guy is mm. ridiculous and probably unnecessary. But I literally, I left. Um, I, I didn't take my wallet with me. I just had my ID on me just in case. Um, I turned on my location services and sent it to Hannah. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> I put an air tag hidden in the trunk of my car. Uh, I would, I, I had an AirPods and I was on the, a call with Hannah during the whole thing. Oh my god! Was this guy sketchy to you? Like, did he seem like he was? It's. I mean, I checked out his profile and it seemed legit, but y- you never know. I'm meeting in a weird area in Indy, and I this dude well, on Facebook. Yeah, and look at you! You're alive. That's and I did it. it, and he you was really nice. It. And now I don't know what to do with this pile of cash I have s- sitting here because he gave me cash. I'm telling mom the podcast about three brothers catching up, playing games, and uh, getting twistedly deep into the lessons we learn. The older we get, Mason is fully consumed with the contemplation of whether or not he misplaced his brand new flip video camera, or <laughs> if it was stolen by his older brother in the early 2000s. Landon is busy reminiscing on more important times, times when he could throw on a a simple snapback, a few fake chains, sunglasses at night, and hop on Omegle using the interest hashtag (laughs) chat with Landon DeGraff. Justin Bieber? (laughs) And I'm Clace. Yeah, I stole some stuff and also hate the versions of our younger selves. Great. We got it out of the way. But Uh, we look back fondly on those because it, Caused us to grow into the beautiful yeah, flowers who we that we are, are today. today. I exactly. don't look fondly on my <laughs> being stolen, Clayson. Now I, that now that I think we're in some uh, some version of honesty, and I may have asked mm, you this before, but I'm going to yeah. ask you to be completely honest. I will. Um, did you steal my first guitar, my first no. act blue guitar? Why would I because do that? I don't know. You, I why had would the you black, steal any of the black and white one? Because I didn't have one. Like I stole well, you your, I remember it to sell it. No, I never stole anything to sell it. Mason, I, it's it's time for me to come clean. About oh, something. did you steal my guitar? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to come clean right now for everyone listening. And oh for my you gosh, is this that, happening? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. I wasn't. Okay, uh, so that right. was way too anticlimactic. <laughs> I know. I just needed to make I sure so, that was that was out no, there. Mason. So. Mason, I, I did not take your guitar. <laughs> Interestingly enough, this is actually really interesting. So we had those matching guitars, right? Those Indiana mm-hmm. Strats. You had the blue and white one. I had a black and white one. Mine was also stolen, but much later in my career and I or in, huh. in life. And I know who stole it. And I asked them multiple times for it back. And they completely <laughs> ghosted me. And, you know, so I'm, did you I'm out. Did you give it to them? 
I, I was going on vacation and I said, yeah, I'll be out for, and I also, I gave him the guitar and I gave him an amp because he was just wanted to like play around with it and uh, never got it back. So you literally handed your guitar and amp to somebody. And it was a friend of mine. You get back and you're like, okay, I want this back. And they were and like, they ghosted me. Like wow. literally like the friendship is, has more, more or less ended because of, not, I don't know if it's because of that per se, but like. We quit talking, and he's he ghosted me, and I was like, you know what? It's not worth that guitar is maybe worth one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, it's not worth going. It was like, just fighting over it, right? It, it was, was our my first, first ever guitars. guitar. So yours just went up missing. Yeah. So I I always thought that you stole it and just wouldn't I come clean really about it. That's good to know. Um, and you never. But I did. That's even weirder. That? I never took it anywhere. I never took it out of the house, and one day it just disappeared, and. Hmm. I've never found it, and it's hmm. just no reason why it should be missing. Clay, I definitely we're, would. We're gonna we're we're gonna bleep this, but okay. will you tell us the name <laughs> of the person who stole your guitar? Uh, sure. Oh, Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating because like he has money, you know. He, yeah. uh, he definitely didn't need could, that guitar. He didn't need it. He didn't need it. <laughs> Can we say the first uh, name then? No. We, uh, bleep the okay. whole name. Well, <laughs> that's well, funny. Well, but that just got bleeped out. If you're listening, <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. I know uh, but I really did. And that's not that much, but that's still. So, by the way, um, I, I would imagine some of our listeners, or probably most of our listeners, have no idea what a flip video camera is. If you Google it, it was one of the oh. first video cameras that really was like a portable, it was kind of like a new age camera. And um, mm-hmm. I remember being so jealous, and I definitely, I definitely took that. But and I think I was con- like, Dad confronted me at some point later and made me give it back or something like that. I don't know. You know what I really liked well, about that? How it on the side it had a button that you press down and the USB drive that you would actually plug uh, yeah, straight yeah. into the computer. So it's not a cord. There's no like plug into the computer it with a cord it's just on it i think more devices should have that i think my well, iphone should have a built-in <laughs> is a usb charger cord that could come out <laughs> all right yeah. yeah but then again looking back it's really stupid to think about like that's your entire selling point is that you don't need an extra cord yeah they're universal cords like you there you can find right. them anywhere right but also clace uh what's funny is i still have that camera and it yeah. still works. And I have considered making videos with it specifically to be like, look at this retro, like, shitty camera quality that I recorded TikTok. on. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. perfect vertical <laughs> format. Yeah. It's a yeah, perfect setup. I, anyway, I might do is, it. Is, listener and Landon Mason, welcome to uh, this week's episode titled Little Life Lessons. Mm. Um, oh. Not big ones, though. Not big just ones. Little. These are just little life, little little life lessons. So and readjust the, your expectations. The format that I've chosen to take for this episode is we're just gonna. It's gonna be very conversational in nature. We can talk about like some things I've learned in my life, uh, things that how that translates to you guys and our childhood. And I'm hoping we'll have a fun time. But literally, um, I'll build a couple games into some of these life lessons. Sound good? Yeah, you sounds, will. Honestly, Clay, that sounds really good. But I think before we jump into that. Time for Mason news. I did it wrong. 
which is how we're officially describing yeah. this little segment uh, for every episode. Mason News is just news that happened in the past week that Mason definitely doesn't know because he's Mason, never paying attention. There, there's no chance. He lives that under Mason a rock. Yeah. So, in the never-ending story that is COVID, there's a new variant called Omicron. Mm-hmm. Mason, did you mm-hmm. know this? It was discovered in South Africa, and I, now I read nations. the headline. Okay, and that's as far as I know. <laughs> Yes. So basically, there's a new variant, Omicron, and we've banned people going to South Africa. Mm. And um, recently in the news, there have been some hard right wing officials, Congress members that have said Omicron and Delta, if you mix those letters together, it's an anagram for media, um, (laughs) media control or something like that. So it's all a conspiracy. We're going to continue that narrative. You know what I find a little funny, and I'll be honest, I didn't know about this at the time, but when when COVID first hit, everybody, especially Republicans, were saying, oh, it's an election virus. Like, everybody's just doing this just to get Trump out of office. And now, so, okay. And so now it's like, okay, we're past that point. We understand now that it's not that, but everybody was so convinced that it was a political scheme just to shift political powers and it just like I, I hate how people are so quick to just jump on whatever conspiracy they feel like that day and we're yeah. not listening to scientists <laughs> why why they, they, they came will, out with a new variant just so just so that they could say media control via an gosh. anagram of the, <laughs> come on it's obvious place yeah, but okay. I must be too dumb to the to break the it things down. that news. Uh, another theory is like it's just for news coverage in general. Like they're hiding a bigger story with this, and the problem with that is is there's always it, uh, there no matter when you announce a new variant of COVID or something, there's always going to be another story going on at the same time. Mm. Yeah, there's always something happening, and I think right now isn't like the something with the Jeffrey Epstein. Like somebody's being tried. Yeah, Delaine Maxwell, Jeffrey's, you know, significant other is on trial. Mm. But the but the judge is kind of refusing to allow the public to really yeah, gain we don't information know on it, which blows people's minds because you took children to an island and let Hollywood yeah. elites inappropriately touch them and you want to like protect the people. It's just right. yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's horrible. So jumping off of those fun topics real quick, I wanted to mention to Mason for this segment, um, Sony uh-huh. patented a version of the DualShock controllers for smartphones, which I thought Ooh. was interesting um, mm. because huh. Mason is a, an avid iPad, iPad gamer. gamer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Uh, Who's under I, that category? I don't know. I try to play Call of Duty on the computer, on the PlayStation, and I just can't anymore. I can't I can't keep up. You can't but hang. uh I don't work work is lending <laughs> me an iPad for work. And so I downloaded Call of Duty Mobile onto it. And the, you're the such it's a great child. You're because such a you are little because kids. You're playing against ten year old kids on their iPhone fives, dude. You're such an asshole. You're such an asshole. I'm and sure it's is an I, ego I booster, destroy, though. I destroy these kids. Yeah. It's so much fun. And now I, if you get Sony's new controllers, it's you could just really absolutely game over. <laughs> uh, take them to the circus, Mason. 
But <laughs> I do think it's, I mean, obviously it could be utilized for iPads, but it is primarily would be used for smartphones. And it blows my mind that people really think there's an industry for gaming on your phone yeah. with a controller. Like you can play Clash of Clans, you can play, you know, Candy Crush, stuff like that. That's meant to be, you know, easy and with your mm-hmm. fingers. But I to to think that there's really going to be an industry where I need a controller for my like I'm going to set up my phone in front of me and game that way is weird. I yeah, think from a mobile perspective, I, from a mobile perspective, it's not. Imagine being on an airplane, right? Bring and your switch. I, okay, right. I, they're this, they're competing. <laughs> That's the yeah. point. They're competing with the switch. Right. But no, I get it. Any yeah, other so, Mason news? What else hit the wire? Um, you know, the only other thing was Black Friday was recent, and it looked like. Uh, in-store shopping dropped by 28% from pre-pandemic levels. What? And then wow. Cyber Monday sales dropped for the first time ever. Um, Cyber Monday sales were down 1.4%. So is it the end of Black hmm. Friday? Did you guys even have an iota of a thought of like, today's Black Friday, I need to go to a store? No. Or did Cyber Monday roll around and you go, wow, I really should go to a website like Amazon or Best Buy? Nah. Because I absolutely did not. I My love problem, that though. Yeah, I think I think Black Friday should be done just because the problem for me with Black Friday is the deals aren't deals. Right. Oh, they're literally yeah, exactly. just the same price. They're like, but it's Black yeah. Friday. Buy our sh-. Yeah. It's well, the same stuff. It's that capitalist society that like, so I genuinely believe that when we were kids, at least this is my perception. So this is my belief. I could be wrong. But when we were kids, Black Friday was like, you can actually find fantastic deals Mm -hmm. and it was fun something you look forward to you're not going to get murdered and now (laughs) it's like not not only is the roi not there because because you're not getting a good deal Mm -hmm. it's not fun like everybody's pissed off that goes black friday shopping why do i want to partake in that but then also like i again our generation is also kind of like yeah we're you know kind of done with this capitalist i I don't know there is a negative side to that though there is a negative the fact that you know black friday might be over i didn't i just realized i didn't see any fun videos of people you know fat white people Mm, in walmart fighting fighting. over videos on black friday and i didn't see anything i'll bet they're out there i'm sure something's out there there, but uh but i will confirm in best buy you can sue me now because I used to work for Best Buy, and it is confirmed 100% that what they do is before Black Friday rolls around, they set prices up, you know, 30% mm-hmm. or whatever. Then they mark it down, so then they can say, this TV was 1099 now it's yeah. 799 You're saving 30% mm-hmm. when yeah. that was the original price to begin with. I so can the other- absolutely confirm that. The other confirmed truth is, and it depends on the company or the manufacturer, but they actually manufacture Black Friday products cheaper. Mm-hmm. So ah. you're actually, you're, if you buy, depending on what it is, if you buy things on Black Friday, you're not even buying a quality product. It was ah. mass produced explicitly for Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Huh. So it's like. So I, your TV's going to stop working in a month. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get a, you're exactly. gonna get a purple line on the right side. You're like, oh, but yeah. I and only paid gonna, $400 for it. What are you going to do when that happens? You're going to go right back to the store and you're going to buy a yeah. brand new one at that point. So yeah. they're doubling their money. They just want wow. you to get in the door. Yeah. America. 
<sighs> Wait, does Black Friday exist at other countries? Yeah, it's worldwide. Is but it? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think it's as. You know what? I don't Actually, know. I'm going to take that back because <laughs> I don't Black, know. Black Friday is an American holiday. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's know. related to Thanksgiving. I don't think Black Friday is related to Thanksgiving. I think it, it just in America it is, obviously. But Thanksgiving is only an American holiday. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but the well, only reason I we know, know when Black Friday is coming up is it's the Friday directly yes. after or it's the day after Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah, but I think around the world it's still, uh, I don't know, it's still a thing. Why would you not? If you're if you're Samsung, why would you only be like, well, because we're only going to try to get more sales in the United States? Well, because I, I think don't think other countries are as absolutely balls to the walls as insane as Americans are. You know what Jamie, I mean? Can Maybe you this look would it work up? in the UK, but I don't think people in the Philippines are lining up outside their local grocery store because they think it's Black Friday. Uh, is Black Friday a global event? In recent years, this retail phenomenon has expanded to other countries around the world, and then it lists a bunch of countries. Um, so it originated in the US, but it has over time caught on around the world like you think like, why would it not if it gives the yeah. people an opportunity to sell their shit yeah. more people in like, siberia are like traveling 40 miles that morning just yeah, to get to the, yeah. the one store in yeah. the city so black little friday. life lesson don't uh, go black friday shopping that's my segue yeah. yeah well there you go that's mason news that's Thank a good life lesson clay yeah, thanks for the- thanks thank you um, all right, so so little life lessons. We're not going to jump immediately into a game. I have uh, some just some thoughts, and I want your guys' opinion on it. Hmm. Um, here's my num- here's my number one. Your health, especially while you're younger, is pretty damn important. And True. I was looking up, and I was looking up like how are we defining health? And there are five major areas of of health, according to Roger Williams University. Physical health, emotional health, social health, spiritual health, and intellectual health. And you need to be investing in all five areas, especially while you're younger, because it's easier, that as you get older, it will become habit and be a part of your everyday process. And it's super important to to, uh, who you are. Mm. It's a little life lesson. What if what if you're self-aware enough to know that you need to have that, you know, put importance on those things, but you also just don't care? Uh, yeah, I can that's... speak to that <laughs> <laughs> because I've I've never cared about my health. And now I'm starting to get to the point where uh, I need to start caring about my health. And you're I was aware that I, I. Yeah. So I was aware even then, like, I'm like, yeah, I eat like, but uh, like eventually someday. I'll I'll realize oh I I can't eat like this anymore and I'll stop it. Let me tell it you, it won't happen. It's uh it's not going well. <laughs> it's ne- it'll never yeah. happen. That that moment of like activation will never just happen. You're gonna have yeah. to make some hard choices, and that's so. Just- if you train yourself from a young age to have these healthy habits, yeah. that's how to that's how to do it. That it's makes sense. Like, it's like brushing your teeth. You know, like mm-hmm. I now I can actually can't even go to bed without brushing my teeth. I just, there's something in me that will not allow me to go to bed unless I brush my teeth. And it's the same kind of process where you just mentally build yourself up. Okay, this is going to sound weird, but I was talking to Kate about this the other week. Like, when you don't brush your teeth for a day-ish, do you feel it? Do you feel your, like, teeth? Yeah. Because I do, and it hurts. And so I'm like, I got to brush my teeth because my mouth just (laughs) feels, like, achy, and I don't like it. 
That oh, was the worst part about achy. getting my wisdom teeth out. Ooh, you can't get back there. You got to be you, really careful. Yeah. Well, I, the first night I, I wasn't allowed to brush my teeth. Can you do mouthwash? So, wash? I, I did. I don't know if I'm allowed to or not, but I, that was my <laughs> that was the only alternative that I had. Ugh. Um. So anyway, life lesson number one, invest in your health, guys. Mm. Don't don't just don't just roll your way through life. Try to make yourself um, physically, emotionally, socially, spiritually and intellectually better. Would you yeah, say that you've done do that. that place? Are you no. are you working on that? <laughs> I am working I am working on it. No. I am working on it, but I Jordan. have I'm I've not mastered it in any way. I also Jordan. I'll share I'll share this piece of of funness. I have uh, recently started um therapy. Um mm-hmm. woo. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. And it's been interesting. It's been actually like fun and enlightening and it's helping. It's working. And you like your therapist? Yeah. Yeah, you just, it's a That's person on better part. help that you just say, I am not happy. And they say, be happy. And that's, and no. thank you for our sponsor today, better help. There you go. I don't, I don't use better help, but I've heard that they're fine. Um, but yeah, so if you, you know, if you're struggling in any of those areas, honestly, and one of the things that I've been learning too is like, it's important to, to invest in this type of stuff before you're actually in a place of trouble, be it mentally, physically, or whatever. It's, It'll be easier and it's better for you to start while you're somewhat healthy. Can I um, admit, Clay, I think it would be fun if next time you go to your therapist, just walk in there and just start asking them, like, how are you doing? Are you, are you doing yeah, okay? Flip the script. What's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it'd be kind of <laughs> yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. I'll see At what I can do. At that point, they're, they're like, you know you're paying me like $400 an hour and you want to talk about me? I'll do it, but. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's a life lesson number two. Um, this was something I learned much later in life. And I think all three of us are in this place. So this is maybe more for our listeners, but, um, people are going to judge you in your lifetime. There's no way around it. No matter what path you choose, no matter, uh, where you go in life, people are going to judge you and criticize you and critique you. So unapologetically, just be yourself. No, like just knowing that you're not going to be able to please everyone. People, people are going to hate you. People are going to give you, you know, uh, crap throughout your life. So just be the version of yourself that you want to be, and don't don't be so anxious about it. Hmm. That's yeah. yeah. Well, some <laughs> people should work on themselves too. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. You're right. Maybe we, maybe I need to clarify. <laughs> not everyone like, should be themselves as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Don't be yeah, there's afraid a to be weird and because, different. But also, yeah, yeah, the white women know. fighting over the TVs in Walmart on Black Friday are the type to go, I don't care, you know, I'm going to please myself. <laughs> I can't please everyone. I think, like, I'm just think, being me. You guys know what I mean. As long as you're not yes. hurting anybody else, as long as you're within the law, da-da-da-da-da, etc., etc. But I know they're judging me, like you said, but I want to know how they're judging me, and I want to make sure that they're judging me the way I want them to judge me, Clay. Right. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good point. You have a control issue at that point, yes. I would say. Um, I pick and choose the way I, I want people. Like, okay, so I could I could go out in public and do something stupid and not care about what people think as long as, like, I'm okay with that. But there's mm-hmm. always, like, some things, like, I don't, I don't want to go, for example, I, don't, I would never be able to go out with a microphone and just start interviewing people, interviewing strangers, because <laughs> okay. I, 
And I don't know why. I don't know why. Where? Why is that the line? <laughs> I don't. Hmm. I guess I don't even know the point of me saying yeah, this. Like I'm I don't figure out what you're trying to basically, say. Basically, I'm just saying there are some things that I don't care if people uh, judge me over, but there are some things that you just can't get over, and you can't help but yeah. care. I'm well, saying what like people think. But you're talking about like you're doing something within your own bubble, within your own space, whether yeah, you're in public right. or not. You're not going to be bothered by people judging you. Versus the line is crossed when you're affecting other people directly. Right. Which, duh. I get that. Yeah. And I guess I'm also just saying, like, from a personality and characteristic perspective, like, we were all created differently. So trying to mold... This is... Honestly, this is what I did growing up. I tried to mold myself into these, like, cliques that I wanted to be a part of. And I kind of just lost myself through that process because I was versions of different people and I didn't really know or understand who I was. And so I had to like, I don't it, it was a process to figure out what that mm. looked like for me. I'm 70% prep, 30% yeah, exactly. and 10% nerd. Okay. That's, That's 110% landed within my school. <laughs> um, all right. Next one. Next one. Love is not a choice. Sorry. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. To, okay, uh, elaborate. No, no, I'm gonna just say that. I want your thoughts, and I'll elaborate if I need to. Love. Let me read Love it again. Starts out as a feeling, but it becomes a choice because you I would, choose. I'm gonna argue that that's not love. Love is mm-hmm. a feeling. Love is not a choice. No, wait. <laughs> Reverse that. Reverse that. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. I, I, I have found that you decide who you want to invest in. And in what ways? It's not just this automatic chemistry snap-ons type of thing that just happens. You have to invest in it. You have to build it up. It's going to be hard. It's going to be like every. I think. I think Hollywood builds love to be this like, oh, like it's so touchy yeah. feely and emotional and blah blah. Like just he's my everything. That's not love. That's like all right. Yeah, you're into each other. There's yeah, but that's not love. Love is actually a bumpy, rough, hard process that makes your relationship stronger. It sounds to me like you're saying like love is actionable, like love is your actions towards that other person and what their actions are for you, Mm -hmm. you know, because you can act lovingly towards somebody without like you can you can choose to love somebody that's a horrible person yeah and and show them caring and show them love i think i think a good way to think of it is like love and in love are two completely different things yeah but i get what you're saying i think i can i ask a question pick me pick me i've got my hand up what at what point in a relationship do you guys say i love you because for me for some people, it's very like open, like I have no problem saying I love you. And that's that for me, I have a high regard for like when I say that, because I don't want to just throw it flippantly around in a new relationship. I'm like, it might be a year or two before you hear me say something like that. A year. Or what two. is the criteria? What is the criteria for you, Landon? Like, what do you have to feel or acknowledge before saying it? Just that I'm I'm all in, baby. Let's go. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. That's a just that's a choice then. Yeah, that, exactly. So you're just saying you're not willing to make that choice early on in a relationship. You right, want to, but tr- I'm asking you, you want to trial when. the. Re- I'm picking you apart. You want to trial <laughs> uh, 
a relationship for a year or two before actually committing to it is what that's, I just heard you say. That's how I rock and roll, baby. I, and that's fine. I Yeah, if, that's interesting. For me, it's not that I'm flipping about it, but at the point where I've made a decision to commit to you, I'll tell you I love you. Hmm. It, I just it, feel that's like in friendships in too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's different in relationships because that's it's it's such a bigger step to say that because you you have to like be sure that like you're both in on this because it, it's also partially it feels like it's protecting yourself because you don't want to be all in for something that you're unsure where the other person's at too right right so and that's where like you have to understand your own criteria it's like okay i'm not gonna say i love you until i know we're both <laughs> on the same page we're both in it together we're both committed and the then classic. it's like that decision moving forward the, the classic so, situation. I love you. Thanks, you too. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ditto. I guess this goes back <laughs> Thanks, to being man. to loving and being in love. I I will I won't say it until I'm like sure that both of us are in love. Cause like even from the first week of talking or something, I could I could say like I love this person as a person and I I enjoy spending mm-hmm. time with this person and I care about them deeply and I love this yeah. person. But I'm not gonna yeah. say that to them. It, the act of saying it is much different than like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, all right, that brings us to our first game. <laughs> Segment one. This, um, first of all, let me read this little life lesson and then we'll dive into the game. So um, this is a really critical life lesson that I have learned. Um, and both of you also have contributed to my learning of this. Be willing to reconsider your opinion after more facts have been presented. That's hard. This is a, this is such a hard thing to do. And I see it. I mean, most, most people just aren't willing to do it, but I think it's such a valuable trait. If you're able to reassess your own opinion after more facts have been presented to you to say, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. Now I know more information. Here's my new opinion. It's a sign of maturity that many people don't have. All right. So this game I'm calling Church or Weed Shop. So I'm going to read <laughs> the names of organizations and you tell me if you think it's a church or a weed shop. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was not expecting this. I game like the setup. Of, like, yeah. After that setup. Holy cow. All right. Okay. All right. I thought you were going to come in here and like find beliefs that you know we hold very strongly. No, man. We're and still just a wreck them. We're still a fun game oriented podcast. All right. So, uh, next level is that a church or is that a weed shop? Wow. wow. All right. Yeah. We're in this now. <laughs> The okay. fact that neither one of us had an answer right off the bat. I'm going to go with church, though. I was leaning a little closer towards weed shop because you're like, oh, I want to just take this high to the next level. All right. Uh, it's a church in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Good job, Landon. Uh, you get a Kentucky? point. Thank you. Yes. It yeah, sounds Kentucky. like a really cool church. I'm surprised it definitely... it's in Kentucky. <laughs> yes, this is definitely not a Catholic church. <laughs> Pentecostal. Sorry, Uh-oh, I gotta get out my getting a book out. Yeah, you can got, tell well, because they didn't have points. the denomination said in the name of the church. <laughs> All right, uh, oh, next one. Point. Level up. Oh, that was okay. the fir- that was the one we did. No, that uh, was next no, level. Next level. Oh. Now we have level up. Level up. <sighs> That's gotta be a weed shop. 
That's a horrible <laughs> church name. I'm gonna go with level up, level, level up, level up church. <laughs> I want to. I want to say right. it's church. Uh, this is a dispensary in Scottsdale, Arizona. So Mason, okay. you got a point. But awesome. maybe they practice there a little religious stuff. It could <laughs> be a, a church. How about Rise? I'm gonna say Weed Shop. Okay, I want to say church because that's actually a good church name. This is a dispensary in West Palm Beach, Florida. Landon Ooh. gets. Gets that one? Just there. Uh, how about have Elevated? You, yeah, have you been to this one? To this weed shop? No. Have you been I to Rise? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nope. Definitely. I have not. <laughs> what is this next one? Elevated. Elevated. That, that, oh, that's such a good weed shop name. I'm going to say weed shop. <laughs> I'll go with church. All right. Uh, this is a dispensary in wow. okay, Nashville, good. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, the v- because... Elevated is just a synonym for high. Good yeah, job. You're, right. you're right. You God got it. Damn. <laughs> That's uh, big brain move. Thanks. <laughs> How uh, about the vine? The vine. Oh, I know this actually. To church. I shouldn't have said I know it. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Am I? Am I? I'll play the game. It's a it, weed shop. This is an Anaheim marijuana dispensary. Oh, because it's what? also okay. a church. I was thinking this and I wasn't going to say it, but Clay, this game sucks because <laughs> I I bet I could Google the Vine Church and the Vine Weed and I could find like for all of these. Maybe, maybe you. not. Maybe, maybe not. <sighs> okay. um, how about Seed and Supply? <laughs> uh, also, there's a there's a church called the Vine Church in Indiana. I so. knew it. Okay, right, I'm going to say this one, though, on Clay's list is the church, because at this point, I'm playing mm-hmm. Clay's mind game of how often uh, do I have psychology. the same thing in the row. Oh, uh, I think it's church just based off the name, but I'll say weed store. Seed and Supply is a church in Las Animas, Colorado. That is, that is bad, though. That just is a any really awful Supply name. is Sorry. weird, but seed is like... <laughs> Seed is the is the foundation of Christian beliefs, the mustard seed. Like I that makes sense. Yeah, there's there's parables, so many parables about I got sowing I, your seed. I got well, I have two more. That's different. Spraying your seed everywhere. <laughs> Give your seed. All right, let's stop uh, let's stop talking about seed. <laughs> Revelations. Weed shop. I'm okay, I get to, to I get to answer does. first a few of these because that's yeah. As far as reverse psychology, it's got to be a weed shop, but I have to say church. <laughs> Imagine uh, the church that would be like this, though. Oh it yeah, isn't... like doom and brimst- brimstone and just <laughs> satanic church. <laughs> uh, it is a dispensary in Riverside, California. Landon got right. that point. Okay, we got one more score. Is Landon four, Mason three? Okay, I Mason, go first. you're gonna answer first. Yeah, uh, the portal. That's all. <laughs> I. <laughs> if this is a church, uh, uh, it's a horrible church name. I'm gonna say a weed shop. Okay, and Landon. I'll go with I'll go with the church. This, uh, based out of Chickamauga, Georgia, the portal. Is a church. a church. It's Georgia. It's a church. <laughs> yeah, it's a church. Georgia, baby. Uh, Landon. That's a, it's a horrible name. Why? Yeah. All right. 
Um, so you know what? So all that. First of all, Landon, you won this game. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but also, like, don't judge. Don't judge. Don't Maybe ju- the portal in Georgia is is a really fantastic gathering of fun souls. The portal to yes. where? Maybe they play Portal 2. Kevin. It could be f***ing awesome in there. I don't know. <laughs> just video games. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. just in my mind, there, you, you have a portal to heaven. A portal to heaven is not a thing, but guess what is a thing? A portal to hell. That's, that's a very real thing. But not a very real religion, thing. We like, don't know what religion this is. So, like, if you were talking uh, about, I don't, well, I don't you know. You did just say a church. Like, yeah. It could be a Satanist church called the portal. <laughs> I believe most of these Mormonism. churches are, are Christian-based yeah. religious organizations. Right. Um, it's like Westboro Baptist Church. Great. Yeah. Okay. The portal. Anyway. <laughs> so, like, along the same, okay, so seriously, going back to a serious note, on, along the same lines... Um, there really, there's no shame throughout life. Like there's no shame in not knowing things like you're, mm. you're just not going to, you can't be an expert it's on okay, e- Mason. everything. Mason, you can't be an expert like me. It's okay. Right. This is a life lesson. Landon knows everything. You. Yes. I got, I got three of them, right? <laughs> and I don't know how deep we want to get into this conversation of, mm-hmm. of just not knowing things. So uh, we've I'll, talked I'll, pretty I'll, extensively. About I'll be, this. yeah, I'll be, I'll open up a little bit and just be honest. So, um, I think it's really admirable to accept and it, it, for people to accept and admit that like, Hey, I could be wrong. I don't know. This is what I'm choosing, but I, you know, I could be wrong. And this is my biggest struggle with religion is, Religion teaches that we are right and everybody else is wrong and everything's been preordained and there's nothing that could potentially happen that hasn't already been figured out. It just, it's a, you know, just speaking honestly, it's a struggle that I have and um, at times is a barrier. Mm. And I think that, I think that falls, especially if we're speaking about religion, it falls under any, anywhere you stand on that. I feel like, no. You could be an atheist and say I don't know, and be yeah, fine that's with why that. I'm not. You picking... could be agnostic and say I don't know and be fine with that. You could be a Christian and say I don't know and be fine with that because you don't have to fully know to have the faith and like follow something one way or another, uh, right? But, but a lot of churches, the the entire premise of faith means like. You're all in. Like this yeah. is this is truth. This is this is you know, everything. And this is what faith is. The foundation of your, you know, your religion. Uh, yeah, that's. So I get what you're saying, but it seems to me it seems very fragile because, like, and I'm not going to pinpoint any religion, but religions say that we are right based off of this religious text that we have, and it comes across so shallow. Not even shallow. It comes across fragile to me because you can't even admit like. I get, I get it, but you're not willing to consider anything like you're not willing to like you, you, sir, who are 45 years old, you've only lived on this earth for 45 years and the earth is how old and you're going to tell me that you know all the answers like, no, you don't. It's clearly you don't. So how it just it frustrates me to no end that there is an, a definite yes, no black, white. Here's here's an example that I was thinking through. So. Um, like I remember for us growing up, um, and these are real examples. Dad would say things like, um, only use the, and I don't know if you guys would remember these, but like only use the yellow bag of salt in the water softener. If you're going to go buy salt for our house, 
only use the yellow bag because it's the only <laughs> one that it like works in, in our, the water softener. So growing up, it's like, okay, always buy the yellow bag of salt. Another example, I specifically remember. What was in the blue bag? I, I mean, it's just a different brand. It's just a different color. It's is the it same. Just a, wait, hold up. Is it actually just a different brand well, or is it a no. completely different kind of salt? Because that's might a might slightly be a different. different concentration of salt. Yeah, it's different. it's some kind there's of different concentration. Okay. But there's right, like good. you have, but you also have pellets and crystals, so you kind of have to pick mm. which one you want for your softener. Um, like another example, I remember explicitly him telling me only ever, 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 place ever don't only use ten WD no ten W thirty oil in your car. Don't use anything else ever. And it wasn't until an adult where I'm like, huh, all of this worked for his equipment. So it makes sense why he told me this. But and they served his preferences. But like I can use 5W30 synthetic oil in my car if I want to. Mm-hmm. Like there's not it's it's just it's frustrating. <laughs> also, different to me. cars use different oil. <laughs> exactly. But it was I'm posed as like I'm sorry. But it, I'm just I'm saying just... it's like this it's like this black and white right and wrong and like the reality is like there's so many more aspects. What are you laughing Land- about? Lady? Landon, what are you picturing? I'm, I'm just laughing. I'm picturing Clay's like in Walmart like freaking out in the oil section like somebody stranger <laughs> Where is next that? To, Did you know you can get something other than W30? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, we have choices. Like, okay. Clay goes up and slams down the 5 the the 5 W30 whatever oil on the counter. He's like, "My dad told me I'm only allowed to use 10. I can yeah. use 5 if I want to." <laughs> I just think it's a, it's it's just important to like strip back that layer and understand why like how the world works. Why are we using this specific thing? Not just like yeah. taking it for granted or taking it at face value that it's truth or the right thing, but like how did this develop? Why is why are we only using the yellow bag of salt? So yeah. that's and the the one thing I wanted to bring up just in terms of religion is you're saying like how can you how do you know? So a lot of people will say well. I I'm really into history, so I rely on books. That is not immediate people that are alive right now telling me what the truth is. I try to kind of figure out knowledge from people that have lived for years and years yeah. and hundreds of years. But even then, you have to realize like our history books are severely flawed, and like it's uh, even worse than now. I think a lot of books from the past are so opinionated, but yeah. they were they were accepted wholly by the public as truth because it was like the only mass form of information people had right somebody comes out with a book and everyone's like that's the truth because that's the only information they had at the time so a lot of history and a lot of books and knowledge that we know from the past is super opinionated like not super factual sometimes but yeah just it's well it's even harder now but so to just accept sorry mason for cutting you off just to tag onto this to like to the original point, like once you have a, more information, once you've received new information and there's a li- we've uncovered a little bit more, like be willing to adjust your worldview. Like mm. just be willing to like, I don't know. Sorry, Mason. What were you going to say? No, that's th- especially what Landon was talking about with like all that information and stuff. And like, who knows where this these stories and books and stuff come from and what the intentions were. And what's been altered through time. Obviously, I'm specifically talking about the Bible here. But 
I personally, I'll, I'll go out on a limb here and say personally, right now in my life, I would consider myself a Christian, but to almost any details, I don't know. To, yeah. I have no idea, even in the Bible, that uh, people follow word to word to word. I have no idea what is actually applicable, what uh, has been changed, what's been added. Mm. But you can still believe in an overall idea of something without and and be willing to admit that I don't know if it's correct yeah. or I don't know the details about it or any of that. And that I think that goes for any religion and any side of anything. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. I, I think the hard thing with that, though, is I've had conversations with people about my just like, I don't know. And who knows? And there's just mm. so much information out there that like, who can you trust? It's all opinionated. But the people that are super opinionated on that will go, great. Well, let me tell you yeah, like, now, what the truth I'm gonna, is. I'm going I'm to get, well, <laughs> not even just like what the truth is, but here's all the knowledge that led me to believe this thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm skeptical and everything, but I also just don't care. So now you're really like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't care enough you're to You're ostracizing actually, me. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I don't care enough to read books to try to figure out like what I might think has bits of truth. And so mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah. you got no shot here. Because you can yeah. say you don't know, and you can also say I don't care to know. Well, Which the problem is, the, is yeah. Landon, to your like what you're saying, Landon, is when they come to you, they come to you with very one-sided arguments. Mm-hmm. Like all of their ju- justification comes from sources that are clearly pointing them in one direction. It's not looking at at the the problem or the issue or the scenario objectively. It's saying here's all of this stuff, and you're like, okay, but there's a million other things on the other side of the scale. Why aren't we looking right. at that at all? Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, your response to anybody saying that should just be, thank you for, your, for that. I'll take that into consideration. <laughs> like, I appreciate Send me I, a follow-up email. Thank yeah. You. I appreciate that <laughs> side of it, it, and now I'm going to listen to the other sides of it, too. And I at also, that point, they're like, no, wait, but, but you could just... You could just take this side of it and that'll be it. Thank you. I don't want to. The other, So I'm not trying to offend anybody. You know, if you if you subscribe to any religion, I'm not trying to offend you in any way. I just am trying to to. I want people to understand that, that like you, there is no way that, you know, 100 percent. There's no way. And so you have to be willing to just look at your belief system objectively and say, does this make sense? And am I okay with choosing to live my life this way? Because if it makes sense for you and you're willing to live your life that way, that's amazing. You have found purpose and you've found something worth living for. Run after it, chase it, but don't sit there and then yell at everybody else for doing the exact same thing and just landing at different spaces than you. Mm. Yeah. Um, Good to move on from that topic. <laughs> yeah, to I like uh, I like where we ended there. Hopefully, we can ground ground the conversation a little bit. If it, if people were getting lost in the ether of that conversation, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry we were talking about pretty it. vaguely and uh, whatever. All right, here let's let's get let's get back into some like real some real meat. Uh, but first, let's let's hear let's hear a little bit from from this week's sponsor. Yes, our sponsor. Oh. Hello. Uh, the, today's episode has been sponsored by just just a a general request 
for some valid information. Um, I, I've decided to spend this sponsor money to just ask a question to our community. How do you make a milkshake? How do you, how do you make a milkshake without it being frothy and foamy? How do you make a milkshake like the restaurants make milkshakes? Um, if you can answer this question, <laughs> please send an email to penis, 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 <laughs> lol, poopaha at gmail.com. With only serious answers, please, thank you. <laughs> All right. Just a hey. very real, uh, I just, I need to know. Simple syrup. <clears throat> okay. Oh. Yeah, if you know the answer to that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Writing this down really quick, okay. I feel yeah. like I have never had this issue, but I also don't make milkshakes very often, so... Yeah, I just comparatively to how you get one at a restaurant anywhere. I I've never been able to make one anywhere close. Simple syrup. Okay. <laughs> so if Mason, I think the answer, answer is simple that. syrup. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you, sponsor. You. Yeah. and yeah, if you if you know the answer, go ahead and email the, the email. <laughs> <laughs> that email, yeah, right. So, uh, game number two, segment two, imponderables. Uh, I'm just going to ask you guys some open-ended questions. I want, I'm mm. curious to your answers. <clears throat> Question okay. number one. Um, is there anything that you personally, Mason and Landon, should have let go a long time ago? Should have let go of, <laughs> not concerned yourself with, but for whatever reason, you hold on to it. <laughs> this is a very basic answer, but it could apply to anybody listening and maybe you guys, but just an X. And I won't go into into details personally, but I think in my case, it was an X that like, I just need to learn to let go. As much as I'm in the feels and everything, it's okay to understand and learn that they're not and that mm -hmm. it's not going to happen and mm. it's time to move on. Sure. Yeah. So you have let go of it now, but you held on to it for far too long. Right. Exactly. Got you. And Got that's, you. I mean, that's something that's hard to let go. Mm -hmm. um, I have only held one grudge in my entire life. And uh, so my last year of peewee football, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. on the very last day, uh, we uh, the coach gave everybody on the team a large Snickers like the king size Snickers bars, the ones that you want on Halloween. You know uh -huh. what I'm talking about? Uh -huh, the yeah. good ones. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the okay. good ones. So we we each had one of those, and um, it, we were we were playing the game. We're playing football, and then like towards the end of the game, I'm I'm back on the bench, and I found one. I found an extra one just sitting, just laying in the grass. It was nobody's, and I go over and pick it up. I was like. Dude, I just found like an extra, an extra Snicker bar. And this one kid comes up to me. is like, that's mine. I was like, where was it? And he couldn't tell me. I was like, he's like, that's mine. It's like, this is not yours. I'm putting this in my bag. And I put it in my bag and I turned and it was time for me to go back on the field. So I turned around for kickoff to go get back on the field. And he kicked me as hard as he could right in the Achilles <laughs> oh tendon. And I wow. had to walk it off for like, I, I just had to walk it off. And uh, so I, I, I go back on the field. I catch an interception. Uh, maybe it wasn't kickoff. No, it wasn't kickoff because I caught an interception. But I caught the <laughs> first interception I've ever done. Really good play. Took it a little bit. Turned it over. 
And then I'm going back to the bench. Everyone's like high-fiving me and congratulating me. And this kid like goes to give me a high-five. And I just glare at him and then walk away. Wow, petty. I've I've kept that grudge with me forever. That kid you know motivated you. Is? You know that, right? For you to catch that interception, yeah, he, mm, he motivated you. Because he pissed, pissed you off in like, the best I'm way. Gonna, I'm going to do something mm. here. I don't, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> do you know who he is? Like... Or do you yeah. just remember? Uh, I didn't go to school with him or anything. He was just on the mm. football team, but his first name was Coy. Wow. I don't, I don't know Coy. his last name, but I'll, I'll always remember his first name. What a name. Who names their kid Coy? That's I've a good question. That. Probably no, I don't like him already. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. If your name's Coy, don't talk to me. Like, I don't. That. I'm, I think, <laughs> I, well, I like to think that Coy had an illustrious career as a Pee Wee uh, football coach later in life, where he kicks mm. all the kids in the shins or Achilles heel, and then they and they're national champions. <laughs> yeah, killing it. Yeah, all yeah right, look next where question. I am today. <laughs> next question, um, and separate yourself from the religious conversation we just had. But okay, are we repurposed souls? Now, here, let me explain this one. All right. You live your life and you die. And death and birth, you know, is a cycle. Constantly happens. Why would your soul die and go into nothingness or heaven or whatever you want to choose to believe? And new souls are then created for life, right? Wouldn't it just make more sense if your soul, when you die, is repurposed and your soul comes back and lives another life? Reincarnation. That's kind of what yes. you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Are we talking about reincarnation in the obviously in a form of humans? But like I you're don't. Not saying, you're not saying like animals have souls, right? I'm not coming back as a chicken. Correct. Correct. Okay. But I also am separating myself from reincarnation because it's not. That's kind of a standalone quite, belief. It is a standalone belief. It's also there's a lot of connotation that goes along with that. I'm literally just saying like why? Okay, let's here. Let me say this a different way. All right, God. Is like, I'm going to put humans on that little blue marble right there. I'm only going to make, I'm only going to make five trillion souls, but they're going to all cycle. They're going to die and, and be born under the stipulation that they will have no memory of any previous experiences. It seems like it would be easier, but also I feel like it would be. (laughs) Isn't soul in and of itself a human uh, construct, oh, you know? right, yeah. So that's well, where I'm depending like, on what you believe. Yeah, again, and we're, we're following all of this after just saying we have no idea and we, you know, we're very open to having our minds changed. I've never, ever been one to think that, like, it's, I might come back as somebody else. You know, I've never been one to really be in line with that kind of thinking. Hmm. Um, but I also think, like, souls in and of itself is just kind of like a human construct that's not really a thing. I think we're just human bodies That's that have fair. Like very intelligent brains, more so than animals. But at the end of the day, we're just nothing, you know? I think the idea of somebody having a soul kind of comes from if, if let's say, Landon, if you and I were, we, we took a, a person and we stabbed them uh, in the heart and <laughs> okay, we just watched sure. the life. You can literally watch the life leave somebody's eyes and... I feel like the idea of a right. soul is like experiencing like they technically don't look any different, but you can tell that they're different somehow. Right, but also medically, the thing that kept their body functioning just stopped. So to me, mm-hmm. again, I don't believe in spirits and ghosts. People think that 
that stuff exists. To me, I think of a more scientific like I, you know, if you were to ask me, do you, are you saying you don't believe in souls? I get, I guess not, because I see souls as kind of a spirit ghost kind of thing too. It's yeah, it's, you know, we're just intelligent, yeah. you know, very complex beings. But at the end of the day, I don't think we're really anything crazy hmm. special. That's interesting. I uh, I. I, I guess I I don't necessarily believe that we would uh be repurposed souls, but again, I honestly wouldn't be surprised at all. There are lots of crazy stories that of like people's kids telling crazy explicit details of mm-hmm. their either past lives or just something weird that like shouldn't they shouldn't know. And they just yeah. somehow do. And I know there's lots of skepticism behind, like, and then you I can just chalk train a kid to do anything. Kids, yeah. yeah, like, I, I know, but Landon, there's lots of those stories. The stories Mason are referring to, Mason, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but they're mm-hmm. like, they align with historical accuracy. They tell stories that actually a real person, they can look at a real person in history and say, that's exactly what this who this person was that there's no mm-hmm. reason that kid should know that and yeah. again there's that skeptical mind of like any kid can be trained to say stuff and like you could be doing it for the popular or for just getting yourself out there getting your little bit of fame but um, sure yeah i yeah. you know now that we're kind of on the subject um i i get closer and closer to be- not believing but i guess believing that we're in a simulation uh, so not necessarily repurpose souls, but like, you know, but if we were in a sim, this is okay. If we were in a simulation, let's call the simulator, the simulate, the creator. Okay. Of this simulation. Mm-hmm. Um, there ha- would have to be process and order. I, there would have to be in order for a simulation to function. There has to be automated processes. Not necessarily so- because in my mind you can, I- I'm, I'm thinking of, Again, this is based on nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> but in my mind of just like thinking like, wouldn't it be cool if in my mind, such an advanced simulation as this, you can just have everybody in it be an AI and be literally born and living life exactly as you are. It's just mm-hmm. very, very, very complex structure, as mm-hmm. you're saying, but like still its own thing and not like programmed like tomorrow hannah's gonna say hi mason how are you doing this morning like it's it's all organic Mm. i see i see i see i don't see i have no idea what's happening yeah that's that's okay (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna well let's transition away from the topic because here's the bottom line like i for me i think it's fun to talk about it's fun to just like i don't know dream but we don't know and so we're not gonna find out (laughs) <laughs> um, but it's yeah. still fun to and talk that's about. that's okay. That is okay. All right, one more game. <laughs> one more game, and then I'm going to close this out. So this game um, is uh, comes from the, the, the little truth that if you just tell the truth always, you'll never have to remember what you said. You'll never have to double back. Yeah. You'll never have to worry. You'll never just... Tell the truth, and you don't have to worry about... You won't have to worry about it. So this game, uh, I'm calling Don't f***ing Lie to Me. <laughs> so, uh, Landon, yeah. if, if you recall, I gave... So I gave you both a heads up to these questions, and uh, I was going to change this question for Landon, but he said no. So I'm going to ask it anyway. 
Um, so, Landon, there's a good chance that you've hurt a lot of women throughout your life, probably in ways that you may or may not realize left them in a confused state to some to some level and uh, kind of just left them to figure it out on themselves. How do you feel about the fact that you've very likely caused quite a bit of harm? Yeah. So your question is, do I feel any remorse for these women that I've hurt by not communicating well, by not understanding my own feelings, and then thus communicating those feelings. Uh, I do feel remorse for those, those, um, you know, those women that I've dated, and even if we didn't date, but I just kind of led them on, so they say. I do feel remorse for that, but I also continue historically to do that. So until I get to, you know, marriage, that's something concrete. Um, I don't know, you know, it's, it's more of a, just, I never really know how I feel and I don't like care to think about it. So, mm. but, but, you know, women always want to know, well, like, how do you feel? Understandably, it's, you know, anybody trying to get in a relationship with somebody wants to understand, like, how are we, are we doing okay? Let's move forward. But I'm more of a, just like, I never really, you know, know what I feel. Sometimes I am really into it and sometimes I'm not. And then it's not fair to them to do a roller coaster like that but it's also mm. not fun for me to be completely alone so yeah yeah i feel remorse 100% for for them but i also just know that's something i still do it's like you're not sure how to it just works for you i guess it's yeah yeah exactly like i said like some days and weeks it's awesome and then some it's not and i just i just don't i'd rather be alone and then you know or whatever but even else. at the expense of other people like you're still it just, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't understand it. I don't understand so. it. And so I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm like, I'm trying to understand, but because, and here's the other thing that, that Landon, we were actually very, I, so we're similar. When I was younger, I was a massive playboy too. And I hurt a lot of people in that process, but I actually got to a point where I reached out to various people and apologized and like I tried tying up ends and I because it, it was like tearing me apart that I was the cause of a lot of it. And I mm. changed my life because of it. Like I started to make actions because I realized I was like, I don't want to be this person. Mm. And so for me, it's just it's cra- like I, I 100% respect you for being willing to like talk about it and admit it and say where you're at. But it's just wild to me that like you don't care. I well. No, I'm not actively hurting anybody like Kate and I are in a relationship and I'm committing to that. Whereas you're talking about like potentially being unfaithful or stuff like that. Like, it's not that I don't care about that person. Like when I know that I'm in a relationship that's committed, I'm going to stay true to that. Um, But I still like, you know, the whole I love you situation example that we just had earlier. Like, uh, that's not really something I like to say right now. I wouldn't say that to to Kate because that's just how I. That's just how I am. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's like it's like I I care, but I I don't care sometimes to figure out my feelings because they're so confusing sometimes because it's just a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That's fair. And that's I'm gonna, again saying like, I'm going to go out know. on a limb. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm going to go on a limb and say, like, you do kind of know you just don't. It's not a priority for you. Well, it's, like just, it's it sounds like work. a cop out to say like it's. I don't want to. F- I don't. I don't know my feelings, and I don't want to figure them out. To me, just sounds like a cop out that you again. To me, you don't care. Hmm. But I, to me, it sounds like it's just a lot of 
it is a lot of work to be introspective and feel to try to figure out tangibly how you feel about different things. And it takes a lot of work to go into your head and just try to figure that out. And I feel like it's easier to just not do that and just see how you feel on that day. Yeah, but to me, it would be like, okay, struggling with an internal depression type thing. It's like, okay, I don't have the energy to figure this out. And it only is going to eat you alive. Versus like, I'm going to sleep with 17 different women and not communicate well and just leave them all, you know, in... in arrays of you know messes and not care and well but to mason's point though it is it's not just a relationship thing it's like if you're a friend that asks like hey next friday can we hang out i'm gonna i give this answer every time i say ask me that morning because even though i feel right (laughs) now being social i don't know how i'm gonna feel that day and i'm tired of i I got tired of telling people like that i would commit to something and then i didn't that day because that day i did not feel it so now it's I operate on a very like day by day basis with my feelings and emotions with everything. But what you're telling them seriously is we'll see if something better comes up or how I'm feeling. No. Like you're not prioritizing those friendships or those relationships. You're right. But but I'm also like if that day I really don't want to be around people, then, you know, I'm going to say, you know, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for texting me again this morning. But I'm going to stay home today. And I, get and I understand that. that. I I get that too, but I think like there are so many times where you don't want to do something where you like if you I guarantee if you're not feeling it, if you were to go and I bet you could look at times where you chose to go anyway, even though maybe you weren't feeling it, you probably had a great time. You probably had fun. And it's like, yeah, a lot of times they they, I say text me that that morning. They text me that morning and I'm like, yeah, man, let's hang out tonight. And it's a great day and we have fun. But I'm saying those times where you're still like, I don't really want to hang out, but you do anyway. I think we're reading know, into it a like, little too much, but. <laughs> no, I'm not reading into it. I'm just saying like. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe, maybe, maybe I, I read into some of these things, but like it, it's, it says like you you don't prioritize me or my time and I'm not going to ask you to hang out again. Like, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to just like whenever Landon's feeling like it, like a friendship is sometimes sacrifice and give and take and let's have fun even when you're not feeling it. When, when you say that, you're saying I'm selfish enough that everything revolves around me and how I'm feeling. And if I have the time, if I have the energy and if I have the want, then I'll hang out with you. And it's like, well, I don't want friends like that. See, I get but, it. I 100% understand what you're saying. But when you do that enough. But here's the, I, I totally... And I agree 100% that is how I am. I am very selfish with my time. But the difference being, if you texted me, hey, I need your help with something. Hey, I need you as a friend to, to listen because I'm going through something. I, I go through and follow through with those every single time. And I, regardless of how I'm feeling. But if it's a social, we're having fun type ordeal, I am going 1000% going to be selfish every single time. Because yeah, I am not always the person that's going to want to just hang out and get drunk. I can't commit to that next Friday because I don't know if I'm going to want to get drunk that Friday. Sorry. But then why not? Yeah. I mean, that makes so sense. It's it's like I am very selfish and I will always say that. But like I'm also, you know, my friends like me, I think, because they know I actually do give a shit about them because I'm there for them anytime they need me. You know? Yeah. Again, it's complicated. Yeah. Mason, to what's me, your, it's also it's also kind of on your friend like. Clayson, you're in the way you said it. Like, if if I say I'm Landon's friend, and I and Landon, I ask Landon if he wants to hang out, and he says no. 
it's kind of shitty of me then to be like, well, he's not really my friend because he doesn't want to spend this time with me. Like, yeah, he's 100%. going through some stuff. I should be understanding as that friend of like, he doesn't have the energy for it. And even if he's the kind of person who often doesn't have the energy for that, like, I don't know, like me, <laughs> like I would hope people understand that I'm just not a social person. And that doesn't mean that I care any less for them. But then it's also on me to express that. It's also me to say, it's on me to say, I care about you as a friend. And if you're ever in need of anything, I'll be there for you. But just know that I'm not always down to hang out. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that's yeah. why like the open and honest conversation back mm-hmm. and forth is is crucial. But all I'm saying is like if every time I asked Landon to hang out, he told me every time, ask me the day of, it's like, all right, man. It could get anyway. frustrating, but that's where those true real conversations are important. Sure. Yeah. And I think like you have to just trust the friendship too, that mm-hmm. it is what it is. Okay, Mason. Yes. Uh you cut yourself off to most people when we were growing up. I don't know now because I don't obviously spend as much time with you in person now. Um, mm-hmm. But those that you did let in, I don't know if they actually like saw the real Mason. So when we were growing up, I always remembered you being like over exaggerated, very animated and mm-hmm. kind of like um, that's just that's just the person that you, you know, kind yeah. of kind of put on. Why? Why is that? So. It it was actually a little funny to me when when I read this question because I think what you you don't realize is back then not so much now but back then that over animated version of me was the real me as weird as it sounds like I was the real version of me was when I was over animated and excited and jumping around and doing stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's how I expressed that. And I almost feel like that kind of got like, like it gets knocked out of you because that's a very childish way of doing things. And I just held on to that childish way of doing things for longer than most people do. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think it was even like I was closed. I was, that was a way of protecting myself. I think that was a way of me opening up. Um, but also the downside of that is not a lot of people want to hang out with that person. And so that's kind of why I didn't open up like deeply with lots of people just cause straight up, I didn't have friends. Like I had, I had a few friends here and there, but I didn't have really anyone to get real with in the first place. But, um, interesting. Yeah. I guess I hadn't really even considered that like that animated version was right. Cause I, I would agree that most of the time that is somebody just masking who they really are. So I understand it. But for me, that's actually, that was how I like to act and that's who I like to be. And, uh, I, I actually took a note from word for word of what you said earlier in this podcast. And so I'll, I'll wrap it around to that is uh, people are going to hate you no matter what you do. So unapologetically be yourself. And that's kind of yeah. how I lived my life then. Um, mm. And now I just kind of. Yeah, which down. is admirable. <laughs> yeah. You've grown up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But still f- having that personality that's fun and loud and obnoxious mm. it's fun. every once in a while yeah well cool thanks for uh thanks for getting deep with me guys yeah appreciate it appreciate <laughs> it um i'll close it with this last thing um i just i wrote experience don't elevate and in parentheses i said don't prioritize social media over just experiencing your life I think yeah. this is one of the biggest problems with today's generation is it's a massive pissing contest to see like 
Who has the most followers? Who has the best mm-hmm. life? Who can display the, the, the sexiest stuff on social media? And it takes away from the beauty of what life actually is. And, um, like, I can't tell you how many times I'll go to beautiful places or, like, there's, like, scenery that you're like, oh, my God, like, I want to share this with people. But it's, it, it's unfortunate that that's where your mind goes. Like, just enjoy it. Just be present. Be in the moment. Experience it with the people that are there. Like, the people that follow you on social media. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't well, matter. Well, that's, that's really interesting to me because I... I definitely agree with you, um, but I feel like there are two kind of different things. It depends on what you're doing it for. Like, if I go out in nature and find this awesome waterfall, I'll for sure take pictures of it and just more, if anything else, just for me to have it. I want to show people and, but like, you still have to do both. You have to be in the moment. What annoys me is when I go to a concert, everybody has their phone out. And Mm -hmm. the problem to me with that is that is fully taking yourself out of the moment just enjoy while you're there yeah. because no matter what you do your phone is gonna sound like shit. yeah people don't care no have you ever seen a video of a concert and be like wow that's cool <laughs> yeah. i've yeah. never cared if i want to yeah. hear that music i'm gonna listen to the recording that that artist made yeah so there i think there are situations for everything i it's but it's this mentality mm. of like I want people to know that I did this. Right. Yeah. I want people to know I was here. Yeah. It's funny that you bring that up because when I was on social media heavily in high school and, you know, really trying to be that kind of guy, everything I did was from a mindset of like, how is this going to help me with my Instagram or Facebook mm. going to this event where there is a nice boat or a nice, you know, the scenery? How can I twist this for a tweet and how... You know, and it's exhausting and it really isn't living. Mm-hmm. So now I've done a complete 180 where even when we all went hiking and, you know, as a family trip and stuff, I didn't bring out my phone once for photos. I never, ever take photos anywhere I go. And yeah. I don't, you know, no matter what event is happening, even if I'm on a super nice yacht from my job, I just it'd be prime high school land and content to like get into and start <laughs> making TikToks or something. But now I just enjoy you know, the experience yeah. and don't even think about, you know, I don't want to bring out my phone for this, you know, and it's, yeah, it's so much nicer to live life like that. Yeah. yeah. It, I think it keeps you in a better headspace too. Like 100%. you're not constantly worried about it. Uh, anyways, I just, but really quick at the same time, I feel like it's personally, I feel like it's okay. If you want to snap a couple pictures, like to, to show your friends and the point shouldn't be for like, where can this take me? It's okay mm-hmm. to take videos and take pictures for like yeah. to show people something cool that you experienced. But yeah. it depends it all it completely depends on like how you're doing it and why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the why behind it really is important. Like ask yourself, mm-hmm. why am I posting this? Is it for me to just kind of like enjoy or to share with my family and friends like this is cool or is it really to uh yeah, or is it other reasons? <laughs> um anyway, uh I'm going to shut up and spin the wheel here. Actually, I'm not going to shut up. that's the end of yet another episode of i'm telling mom be sure to uh, check us out on facebook youtube discord and of course all pad podcasting platforms everywhere uh go pick yourself up some exclusive itm merch at itmmerch.com we appreciate you listening and uh we'll we look forward to catching you catching you up we're gonna catch you up next week you're welcome uh when we when we talk about 
Unacceptable and not mom approved. Oh no. Oh good. <laughs> All right. This is the perfect category so... for me to lead. So check in next week when I talk about that stuff. Yes. It'll be a fun one. Um, and might might I say up front, mom, maybe don't listen to next week. Yeah. I have no idea what we're gonna talk about, but I can promise you you won't like it. <laughs> so and it's that's yeah. not our fault. I was forced into this. So it was on the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, awesome. uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, apologize for the long episode. This is definitely longer than uh, than usual, but got some good conversation in here. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.